Hey, hey. Welcome to Project. I'm your host, Christina. And today we're going to start a new three-part series all about reaching the right audience. I'm going to break this down into three different workshops. So today we're going to talk about defining your target audience. Um, Our second topic is going to be building a digital foundation. And the third one is all going to be about the digital sales funnel and flywheel model. So basically putting everything together. Um, So welcome to this ride. It's going to be a lovely three weeks. Let's get started. All right, the best place to probably start this entire workshop is why are you here, right? So you might be here for several different reasons. One of the reasons might be that you are just starting out. You're just trying to figure out your target market. You don't really understand who your target market is, who are the people that might be utilizing your business, and you want to help propel your marketing plan with that as a base. Another reason you might be here is you are kind of pivoting your business. So you want to um, just check in with the target market that you've already decided that you're going for, seeing if that's the right one still. And the last reason might be that you are struggling with your online advertising or struggling with marketing in general, and you kind of want to get another person's opinion or get another point of view of, you know, how you can go about and solve this problem for yourself, right? So what I love to do is I always love to start with foundations. And the foundation here is defining what a customer journey is. And that's essentially what we're going to be doing through this three-part workshop is creating a customer journey. Um, what that is is a base is a map of unique interactions that any given customer has with your company, with your brand, um, and then all the subsequent marketing touch points. The map of this is different for every single customer. And so it's our job in this workshop to prepare for every single option. Um, our job is also to make sure that we define every state, stage, state, stage of the customer journey and be the guide of your customers through that, right? So a lot of times, I don't think people think about a customer journey at all. They just think of marketing tactics, um, marketing activities. They don't think about, especially small business owners and entrepreneurs, I get it. You guys are so bogged down by like just getting it done, getting it done and not thinking about how are my people moving through my business? What messages are they getting? And how am I building a relationship with them through those messages versus just throwing everything at them all the time and just getting it out there so it's done, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little pause and a deep breath and just start from the beginning. And starting from the beginning, especially to me, means defining your target audience. So your audience is made up of two parts. Um, those are those people who are already connected to you in some way and those people who have yet to hear about you. That is very generalized, right? So using that as a starting point, what I want to do is dive in a whole lot deeper. So a lot of previous workshops that I've given have been fairly, I wouldn't say vague, but very much a glance over of how we define and find our target audience. And I want to introduce to you something called a buyer persona. You may have heard this. This is very much business school speak. This is very much consultant speak. But a buyer persona is basically like a fake customer, right? But in order to find out who your fake customers are or what they look like, you need to understand something called a design target, okay? Um, A design target is basically like a team. And the buyer persona is one of the players. So 
to think of this visually, think of a large group of people, and that is the market. A subset of those people are your design target, the people that you're designing for. And then within that design target, there are just a few people that you pull out that might look slightly different, and those are your buyer personas. So actually, the first thing we want to do is we want to develop a design target, right? We want to basically look at the market in general and find your niche, find your people. We know that all these people don't look the same, um, but we want to basically see what that looks like. And there are several ways to do that. Um, One of those ways is to leverage existing data to contribute to your understanding. So this could be through a legit Google search. It can be that easy. Um, You could search women's fitness apparel market, right? What does that look like? You can research Sacramento um, Italian restaurant statistics. Um, Google whatever you think might get you to understand your target audience or to find your design target. You can also use expert networks, right? So when you do Google things, there is something called, let me just Google something really quick so I can tell you what it is. Um, You have, oh, you have news that you can use, um, but also there is another kind of tab. What is it? You know what sucks is that my, my Google is in German. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is not giving me what I want. Um, What you're going to basically be looking for, though, are insights, right? So white papers, case studies, insights, those types of things. Anything from Statistica is what you're going to want to look up. So market research is going to be really helpful for you here as well. Those are going to be your expert networks. Or if you know somebody that's an expert that you can talk to to understand your design target, that's going to be really helpful as well. Um, I just mentioned some, but a third tactic here is industry reports right? Is there a magazine? Is there a website that talks about just your industry? Have they published any reports or white papers? Um, And then any other sources that might already exist, right? You don't always have to make up the data yourself. You can go out and you can find it. Just make sure it is a credible source, okay? The second part of developing your design target is to identify the segment of the population you'll call your design target through consumer market research, And this is another obstacle I see with a lot of business owners um, and entrepreneurs and small business owners is, and I don't know if it's ego, but there is a big hesitancy to ask your customers questions about themselves or their behavior with or around your business, right? So a really great way to learn about them is to just ask them. And you can do this through a survey. Um, This is also called quantitative research, right? Because we can derive data and statistics from it. Um, So put a survey together, right? You don't even have to write the survey questions. A lot of times you can Google a customer research survey and just edit some of the questions there. But what I will ask you to do when you're looking to ask your customers questions is to think about this as in statistics. Um, And I hated statistics in college. Oh my God. I'm just not a math person, period. Like I can can take data and turn it into insights, but like don't ask me to do equations and things. Anyway, you're going to want to know how many people you need to survey or to take the survey in order for something to be statistically relevant, right? And what people you want to take your surveys, right? Do you want to have Anybody who has ever interacted with your business, do you want to have repeat customers? 
um, only take the survey? Like, what do you want? Is it all of your followers or only the people that have purchased from you? What is it that you want? So make sure you determine how you're going to recruit those people who are going to take your surveys. Um, and then write the survey, publish it, and analyze the results. From that, if you wanted to take it a step further, what you could also do is something called qualitative research. This is through interviews, and this is very much emotion-driven, right? So this is about figuring out where your design target is in their life stage, right? What are their obstacles? What are their challenges, their motivations? And not just with your business, but in life in general, right? The goal here is to really find out where they're at and where your business can help them solve problems or move forward in their lives. That's the whole point. And a lot of times what you'll do is you'll take the people who took a survey and you'll interview them and, and then distill down insights and any highlightable quotes. I know this sounds like it's going to take a while, especially for interviews, but it could be as casual as just starting to talk to people that come into your business and ask for feedback. It doesn't have to be super formal. Right. It can be pretty informal, but you are going to want to have a place to track all of those insights so that you can share it with people or you can remember what was said when you go back a week later, two weeks later to analyze those those insights that were shared with you. And then after you've done all of this, this external research, surveys, interviews, it's a good idea to do a gut check. So how do you how do your findings align with your current business strategy? Like does it align with it? Does the group that you've surveyed and interviewed um, align with your mission and vision? Are they seeing your business the way you see your business? Is there a gap that your business could pivot to fill? Or how can you pivot to stand out amongst the competitive landscape within a competitive market or a, a red ocean market? You know what I mean? Um, and then another question is like, you might find out that the market isn't big enough right? Um, or is it too big, right? And so that you need to either expand your target audience to include more people so that you can hit your revenue targets, or you need to shrink it down so that you can be more personalized in your messaging. These are all some gut checks that you would do after this. Um, and then from there, you're going to basically segment out your design target. And how many segments you have depends on a lot of things. Again, it depends is 100% going to be on my on my tombstone. And I'm, I'm low-key thinking of making an It Depends sweatshirt at this point. <laughs> um, I think that would do really well, especially on TikTok. But, okay, that's another side project for another day. How many segments you make out of your design target can depend on three different things. Product, team, and resources. So if you have different products that require different buyers, that's a really easy way to segment out your design target. Um, your team, do you have a very extensive marketing and sales team that you can segment out, say, all B2B things to one person, all B2C things to another person? You know, is that possible? And that kind of ties in with resources, right? If you're one person, um, you don't have a lot of bandwidth. If you have a whole team of marketing and salespeople, you have more bandwidth and therefore more resources to segment out further. In other words, I know that those were a lot of kind of big businessy words. If you are one person, you might not want to segment out your design target at all because you can't create all of this personalization 
for every single segment. You're only one person, right? If you have a team to support you, then you can do it, right? Or then you can look to do it, especially if they have the bandwidth to help to do so. Okay, once we've done this, once we've segmented out our design target, basically you're going to pick a team captain of every single segment. And that person is going to be your buyer persona. So a buyer persona, again, is like a fake customer. And what you're going to want to do when you develop your buyer persona is list out, a, give them a fake name, an age, their location, occupation, marital status, all these demographics. But then you're also going to want to put in psychographics and behaviors, right? Interests, challenges, goals, motivation, frustration, where they get their information, any additional notes. Those are all things that you're going to want to put into a buyer persona. Now, I have an entire deck for this. So I'm going to put this deck on my website, www.housefonalby.com. You'll find it in the project, um, on the project page. It'll be underneath this episode. I'll also link to the Google document in the, um, whatchamacallit, the caption of this podcast. So that it's super easy because what you can see is is actually a template for how you would lay out a buyer persona. And it also has everything that we just talked about in case you want to just review it again. Um, that is the first portion of finding the right audience. And this is actually going to take a lot longer than you might think. Um, I would highly invest, in, invest. I would highly encourage you investing a lot of time into this. Because if you know your customers, you can make decisions so much easier. If you don't know your customers, you might sit in indecision and waste very precious time where your competitors will be coming out ahead of you. Okay. I want you to go into 2024 and beyond able to make confident decisions because you know who your target audience is. Right. And this is something that I highly recommend that you also come back to on a, I don't know, quarterly yearly, at least every two years, right? Especially as you grow, your business grows. Um, things pivot, things change. Um, writing all of this down gives you a place to go so you can see if these things still bear true. And then what we're going to talk about later, and I'll, I'll just spoiler alert now, is including your customer and customer surveys into your marketing. It's part of the flywheel model. We'll talk about it in the third class. But it becomes almost like a repetitive behavior, a repetitive action for you to make sure that you're getting constant feedback from your customers so that you can always deliver and always keep up with that change. Okay, this is the end of class one. Um, short, sweet, what, like maybe 15 minutes of your life. If you love it, share it. If you love it, leave a comment, rate, review. Um, it is a goal of mine in 2024 to reach more people. So I need your help in doing that. Um, I appreciate you. And next week we'll be dropping part two of finding the right audience. I'll see you then.